Welcome to Sister Stories, curious investigation of the lives of amazing women of the world. I'm your host, Betsy Weersma. Today's sister story is Dr. Lynn Hellerstein. You know, I remember when I was seven years old, and my, my sister used to love to read. She'd read for hours and hours, and I wanted to be like her. So I'd pick up my book, I'd snuggle up next to her on the couch, I'd open it and I'd start reading, and within a couple minutes, I was sound asleep. I mean, it didn't make any difference what time of day it was. Reading, after five or 10 minutes, my, the print would kind of get moving around and get blurry, my eyelids would get heavy. And so I went through school hating to read. Luckily, I knew how to study and I was a good listener, but I never understood why would anybody take a book on a, a vacation? Why would you ruin a vacation like that? So finally, in 1977, after graduating optometry school, I started understanding about vision and how much more to vision beyond 2020 there was. There's 15 skills necessary for reading and if you have problems in focusing and convergence and using your eyes together, that can all impact your life and it impacted my reading. And so, finally, after receiving vision therapy, I now love to read. But, you know, here I am 40 years in practice, and I still get the same questions from parents like, I don't get it, my kid's 2020, how, how can he have a vision problem? So my real passion on helping billions of people get better vision really started from my own vision problem. And then 2002, I'm diagnosed with a colon cancer, and it just freaked me out. Again, luckily, surgery was success, successful, but it really threw me in a great state of um, complications. I became allergic to all foods. I couldn't digest food, and that really became a metaphor for I couldn't digest life. And it ended up being a very dark time in my life. I was not being, I couldn't work. I was non-functional. I couldn't think, and I couldn't understand. I mean, this is my gut. Why, why am I in this place? And then I finally found some literature about the mind-body connection and started working with therapists and, and um, doctors and people that really understood mind and body. And as I started finally lifting from this darkness and healing, what I created was a new vision transformation for myself and for my patients. And that's where I created uh, what's called See It, Say It, Do It. Visualize, declare, take action. And that's really now deep in my work and really what I, I'm continuing on helping people not only improve their vision outside, but also inside as well. A lot of people have great sight. They see 2020 and they have no vision. They don't understand what they see. They miss things. You know, if I told you to walk around this room and look for everything that's red, and then said to you after you looked around, I'd said, tell me everything that's blue. You wouldn't have seen anything. Mm -hmm. And so vision is bringing meaning to what we see. And so just as we can have sight without vision, we can have vision without sight. And I remember there was, um, he was the chancellor of Denver University who lost a lot of his vision through an eye disease. And on one of the Denver University journals, he talked about, since I don't see out there anymore, it has really helped me see within my own landscaping and how much more I've learned about myself and really have the vision and wisdom to see even though that I don't have sight. 
Um, another great case I'd like to share is a young man I treated when he was 13. He, he fell off a motorbike and had a serious brain injury. And he literally had to learn to walk, talk, read. But again, he was a very bright young man. We got him back to being very functional, but he still had about half of his visual field. So he was missing looking here down below. And he had some double vision. But he ended up graduating high school with honors, college with honors, medical school, and landed a premier dermatology residency that um, was very difficult to get. One month into his residency, he was walking in a crosswalk. He couldn't drive because of his vision problems, so he walked everywhere. Walking in a crosswalk, he got hit by a car. Ended up with a new brain injury. Totally exasperated all his vision problems. And so we were back to square one again, trying to get him back to functioning. And so we're still in the process where he's learning how to use his vision again, because he is a doctor who can't practice. That's been his life dream. But he really taught me that there's so much more to vision beyond his sight. He was able to take his really messed up visual world, put it back together, and function. And just taught me that, you know, you just have to expand your vision beyond sight. Uh, you know, being driven and being a perfectionist, I never let anybody see my faults, and, and uh, I hid all of that, my weaknesses. And when I really lost everything of who I was and what I, uh, my purpose was in life, it was my gift to really be exposed and learn to share with people and, and accept, um, accept their contributions. As much as I love to contribute to other people, I wasn't allowing people to contribute to me. And so being vulnerable was a big lesson I learned. Another lesson was asking for help. You know, how many of you, my sisters, have a hard time asking for help? And again, it's about allowing contribution, plus I needed help. <laughs> and the third lesson is I encourage people to really create a great vision for themselves, a vision full of possibilities and intentions so that uh, they're in charge of their life and they can really see it, say it, and do it. Thank you for listening to Sister Stories, part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. We are women who amplify our voices and are committed to inspiring people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more, globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.